0: If adventure has a name, it must be Indiana Jones. Hi, this is Ed Dollister, and welcome to episode 5 of the IndieCast. If you're a first-time listener and found us through theforce.net, thanks for joining us, and if you're a regular, welcome back. I suppose if the Force cast is the happy days of the Force.net, we're kind of like Joni Loves Chachi. As always, I'll be running down this week's Indie News from around the world. First up, we have a pretty major birthday this week. It's the guy who calls the shots on all the Indiana Jones films. Celebrating his birthday on December 18th is film director Steven Spielberg. Steven will be 61 years old. Happy birthday, Steven. Stephen I know you're a listener not of this show unfortunately but who knows you never know we've got a bit to get through this episode so let's get cracking Dr. Jones now you you must understand that this is all strictly confidential I understand every clue we followed, every discovery these pages are taken from Professor Jones diary your highness archaeology is the search for fact not truth The biggest news this week has been the release of the official Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull one-sheet poster. Drawn by legendary Star Wars and indie artist Drew Struzan, poster shows Indy with a bullwhip standing in a skull-carved temple in front of a flaming crystal skull. As you can guess, there's a lot of skulls in this poster. Also, have a close look at where the skull's nose should be. Kind of looks like an alien engulfed in flames, doesn't it? Sadly, I don't mean Jar Jar Binks on fire, but more like the trombone-playing variety. poster is also reminiscent of the 1984 of Doom poster with Indy standing in the entrance to the well, yeah, Temple of Doom. I've uploaded both the posters, like you guys haven't already made it your computer wallpaper, on the IndyCast Flickr page at www.flickr Remember Flickr with an R, F-L-I-C-K-R dot com forward slash photos, forward slash IndieCast. <laughs> If you love the new poster, and frankly, who doesn't, StarWars.com is offering the new Crystal Skull poster exclusively through the Star Wars shop for only US $19.99 and ships from December 14th and would make a great Christmas gift. It's also double-sided, so start making that light box for your home cinema. Still on poster news, StarWars.com has a retrospective look at the indie posters from Raiders to some of the theme park posters as well. It's nice to see the Aussie Temple of Doom poster up there. I'm sure I've got that lying around somewhere. As well as some of those crazy Polish posters. No, there isn't a version of Indy's head exploding or sadly one of Jar Jar either. Speaking with MTV, indie force scribe David Kep spoke about the tone of The Crystal Skull. I hope it's along the lines of the first one, he said. It's certainly not as dark as the second one, and it's certainly not as humour-driven as the third one. I assume he's talking about Indiana Jones and not the Police Academy movies. Hopefully it'll have its own place, but it's closest to Raiders. Kep has also written, among other films, War of the Worlds, Spider-Man, and one of my favourites, The Shadow, with Alec Baldwin. But is he worried about the pressure of the fourth instalment? The ones that went before were pretty great, he said. You've just got to hope to go. You don't screw up I'd be more worried about being sued by Frank Darabont (laughs) Frank Marshall, producer of all the indie films And also the flying wing pilot in Raiders Who gets knocked out by a pair of chocks by Marion Spoke with USA Today about the Crystal Skull And revealed some info about the characters Now given this is a spoiler-free podcast I'm just going to give you a warning Because we may reveal some character names And some locations So maybe fast forward for about 30 seconds from now the new movie, due out this spring, is set at the height of the Cold War in 1957, so the characters has aged in real time, 19 years. He's teaching and having a quiet kind of life. Once the archaeologist is thrust back into danger, the signature Indiana Jones red line tracing across the map will take him to New Mexico, Connecticut... Mexico City and the jungles of Peru. Marshall also revealed that his chief foe will be Kate Blanchett as the seductive agent Spolko. Ray Winston's character is an unethical rival archaeologist. Jim Broadbent's character is similar in tone to Marcus Brody. And Shia LaBeouf is playing a motorcycling greaser. No word if his character is a young Arthur Fontarelli. And finally, Aussie actor Alan Dale. Okay, he's kind of from New Zealand, but we claim anyone who's popular. Best known for his work in The O.C. 24. Ugly Betty and Neighbors has revealed that he has filmed a small role in Indy 4. Alan previously worked with Harrison Ford on Hollywood Homicide. And that's it for the news. Don't worry, this is kids play. Indiana Jones, Tote and Cairo Swordsman action figures each sold separately from Raiders of the Lost Ark collection new from Kenner. How long have I been looking for that? All your life? Remember a couple of episodes ago I mentioned the Disney exclusive 7-inch Indiana Jones figure? Well, Cool Toy Review has a closer look at the figure with some great picks courtesy of director Brandon Clayler of Indie Fans and the Quest for Fortune and Glory. For more details and some great pictures, visit CoolToyReview.com and visit Brandon's site at IndieFansFilm.com. Now, a shameless plea if there's any listener out there who's heading to Disneyland or Disney World in the future and is interested in picking up an extra figure for me, let me know. Send me an email at edcomicgenius.com and we can work out a way that I can get you the cost of the figure and shipping as well. JediDefender.com have reported some upcoming items that have appeared in the Target computers. No definitive names, but they do describe a number of basic, deluxe and 12-inch figures, whip roleplay items, and I think the most exciting thing there is the Ultimate Adventure playset. Check the link in the show notes for a complete list. I will take the books now. What, what book? book? You have the diary in your pocket. There are pages torn out of this. This book contained a map. Where are these missing pages, this map? We must have these pages back. It looks like there's going to be a new Indiana Jones book coming out of, of all places, while Disney World... In the next year. I was listening to episode 43 of the Great Disney podcast, The WDW Radio Show, hosted by Lou Mongello, and he was interviewing Disney Imagineer and author Jason Surrell, and he mentioned that he will be next working on a book called The Creative Force, from Star Tours to the Indiana Jones Adventure, and we'll look at the successful collaboration over the years between Disney Imagineering and George Lucas. Look for it on bookshelves sometime next year, or listen to the whole interview at wdwradio.com. It's today's- Mail. It's been opened. Dr. Schneider, message from Berlin. We should have mailed it to the Marx brothers. First up, a correction. I mentioned Barry Nugent's novel last week and I called it Fallen Angels when it actually was called Fallen Heroes. Sorry about that, Barry. Check the link in the show notes to find out more about Barry's work. Now let's go to an email from Matt in California. Matt writes, I've been listening to the IndyCast since the first episode and I have to say they get better and better. Thank you and the check's in the mail, Matt. I remember seeing the VHS of Raiders when my mom bought me the original Star Wars VHS tapes. It was great. finally saw Raiders on the big screen when they screened it at the Bay Theatre here in Long Beach, California. Unfortunately, the projectionist wasn't paying attention because it was out of focus and freezing in some of the best scenes. Either way, the big screen is the only way to see it. I have to say that I've never been more excited for a big screen release since Star Wars Episode 1. Also, I've created a global group at Facebook.com for all of us indie fans to come together and converse. I've also linked the indie cast from this page. Keep up the good work. Thanks, Matt. I've added a link in the show notes to your Facebook page, so all you indie fans, come on, what are you waiting for? Join up. Finally, John sent in an email of his first experience with Raiders. John writes... My dad bought me a VHS copy of Raiders of the Lost Ark when I was a boy in the mid-90s. After that, I was hooked and wanted to see the next two films right away. I have very fond memories of my dad humming the Raiders march as we played ball and other father-son games in our backyard. Similar to the recent Sydney Opera House concert you attended, I myself saw John Williams in concert in New York last year, and this year as well. And I can say it was a magical and wonderfully surreal to see the maestro in person. Steven Spielberg was even the host of the second half of last year's concert, in which she showed a clip of the last crusade with and without the score just to illustrate the impact that john williams music had on the film i'll never forget either of these concert experiences that is so cool when i was in uh, the states in 1999 i missed out seeing john williams by a couple of hours as um i had to fly back to australia because my wife had to um start back at teaching not that i'm bitter or anything Hope you're not listening, Kelly. But I'm very jealous of seeing John Williams live in concert. And don't forget IndieCast listener Leto's Indie Score Petitions. I'll link to them again in the show notes. If you would like to share an Indie story, send me an email at ed at comicgenius.com or discuss it in the dedicated forums at rebelscum.com or send me your Indie pics to share at www.flickr.com forward slash photos forward slash IndieCast. Well, that's it for Episode 5 of the IndieCast. Check out the show notes for further details on the stories we covered. Had a few troubles with uploading them last week, so what I'll do is I'll post a link on the forums to the page on my website. Thanks to Dustin, Dan, Philip, Jay, Jason, Pete, and everyone at theforce.net. This is Ed Dollister telling you to remember If adventure has a name it must be Indiana Jones. This podcast is not endorsed by Lucasfilm Limited or Paramount Pictures and is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. The official Indiana Jones site can be found at www.indianajones.com Indiana Jones, all names and sounds and any other Indiana Jones related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. All original content of this Podcast is the intellectual property of the Force.net LLC unless otherwise indicated. Fortune and glory, kid. Fortune and glory.